And you are listening to WXOJLP Northampton 103.3 FM. And up next is the amazing, incontrovertibly excellent vegan radio. Oh, yeah. I take issue with that. (laughs) Every time I hear this theme song coming on, it just gets something inside of me going. I don't know what it is. Gives me hives. That's what happens to me. Oh, dear. Is that what those are? I'll make a new one just for you. said it gives me hives. (laughs) I thought those were French pimples. Um... For the last time, if you want to hear about air, you turn up the headphone volume. (laughs) Don't look at me, because I can hear you. Okay, listeners, we're sorry to bring these little technical problems in every time we come on, but I haven't trained Megan well enough yet. Can you hear yourself? Hello, hello. No, I can't. Oh. Oh, Down is up, up is down. Hello, hello. All right, that's better. Black is white. Right is wrong. And okay. it's time for Vegan Radio to take over the airwaves. Don't touch that dial. Hands off. So today's show, we have uh, Vegan Radio. Vegan Radio. not too much going on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we, tell our listeners that. Oh. We've got a lot going on. We have, a we have 101 reasons why you should be a vegetarian. We've got Pamela Rice. Fascinating vegan activist. Fascinating. What do you know about her? What do I know about her? I know that she has a library um, that's connected to her organization where you can check out free vegan literature. Um, She's been to many demonstrations, um, passing out her pamphlet, 101 Reasons to Be Vegetarian. I know she's a diligent activist. That's what I know. Diligent? That's right. Wow. (laughs) Is that an incontrovertible fact? I, I know I know that some <laughs> of my words might be a little over the top for you to understand, Derek, but try to stay with me, kid. Oh, I've missed you so, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to throw in something different, yeah. which was I think these 101 reasons are pretty cool. Oh, I, yeah, they're awesome. I've been going through them a little you know, here and there. I haven't had time to read them all. but Veggie 101. So let's uh, let's talk about Megan's trip to France first. <laughs> We're going to oh, talk yeah. about my trip to France. How does yeah. that connect? To, well, I, I, don't I guess know. You could... what'd you eat over there? Um, did well, you cheat? Did you cheat? I uh, did. You have dairy? Did you have brie? Did you have? I never foie cheat. Gras? <gasps> foie gras, never. Did you have French fries? You know, did you French kiss? I, I didn't have any French fries, and I did no French, French kissing. No? no French kissing. <laughs> no French toast. I always wanted to have real French toast. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't. Yeah, they don't have French toast over there. They um, don't have they, French toast. Actually, they they come on. Uh, I, my dreams are shattered. I don't know. Which I didn't. Emperor banned that. I didn't see any French. <laughs> I didn't see any French. I think toast. it was Napoleon. Well, also, you know, obviously they call French <laughs> he fries. All, he hit all the French toast in his jacket. That's why I always had his hand in there. I also don't speak French, and they call they call things different. Instead of French fries, it's it's like pomme frites. That's what French fries is. Pomme frites, fried pom- apples. I don't get it. I don't. That's what they call them. Could you I'm tell thinking. us? Um, yeah, it's strange, but <laughs> go ahead. Yes. So, anyways, if you are in France, you won't starve. You can find vegetarian and vegan restaurants. And I, I did a Google search before I left, and I had a list so that I was prepared. How to... do you say Google in French? <laughs> I don't know. I just told you I don't speak le French. Goog. Le, it's le. Le goog. It's not le. It's le. They isn't lay like Perel. Lay is Spanish. The L is almost silent. I think it's Google. 
Experience. 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 <laughs> and bonbon. Yeah. Say, say, bon. Those are all the, I know, all the, like, total American catchphrases kept coming to me when I was over there, like, say, say, bon. <laughs> and there, I'm, I'm like, bon. yeah, I'm like, oui, oui. La vie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. C'est la vie. We do not say that anymore. Uh, je ne sais, je ne sais pas, je ne sais quoi. I mean, all those things kept coming to me, and I'm like, what is, and they're like, oh, God, they're like, we don't say that over here. Hmm. Yeah. It's got a strange feeling of deja vu. Really? <laughs> wow. Derek, what's next for us? <laughs> uh, let's knock off some of these news stories, I guess. Okay. All right, then. You start. All right. Heather Mills to give talk on vegan cooking. Heather Mills is to give a talk on vegan cooking. It's, <laughs> we, got, we got that here three times. Should, I think Scott might be... All right, go ahead. I think we should I just like, summarize these stories instead of reading the whole thing. Oh, this is pretty short. Well, yeah. the, uh, the thing with Heather Mills is that she has gone vegan. She's been vegan. No. Apparently, she just went vegan. She was vegetarian, really? but she, it was only recently uh, after she became aware, more aware, I should say, of, you know, and this is the same thing that did it for me, is the uh, practices of milk production got on her nerves. God, and, uh, it seems like she was doing a lot of vegan activism. Well, she can she do does that. a lot of un- animal rights stuff. Mm. You know, I think yeah, she can step into those arenas. That's just fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do my little story about her quick. Okay. Heather, the estranged wife of Sir Paul McCartney, is to set to share her meat and dairy free cooking tips in a presentation entitled <laughs> "Converting Carnivores" at London's The Incredible Veggie Show on June 30th. A source told Britain's Daily Express newspaper, "Heather's on the front cover of, leaf- of a leaflet that has been sent out." Her event is described as easy vegan cooking that leaves even the meatiest appetite begging for more and will integrate a tale called Why I'm a Vegan. The move is reminiscent of Sir Paul's first wife, Linda, who is a keen promoter of vegetarianism and had her own range of cookbooks and meat-free products before her death from cancer in 1998. Heather, who's still embroiled in a divorce battle with Sir Paul, recently announced she had become a vegan. The 33-year-old former model said, I'm a vegan now, a healthy diet which saves animals, something which is very important to me as I detest cruelty. Following a plant-based diet not only benefits your health massively, but also makes a huge difference to the planet, to animals, and to feeding the world. My hope is to continue to put the message out there. Vegans do not eat meat, fish, or any dairy products, and also refuse to use any products or clothing made from animals, in case you guys had not figured that out yet, tuning into Vegan Radio. <laughs> I know. It's nice to have that little last little bit for people who don't This know. is a really, I don't, I don't know, Derek. example of the injury. It's, it's our fluff piece. Yep. Now we're getting into the real uh, oh, sure. tofu give, and potatoes. Give me the fluff piece. Scott That's gave right. it to you. I don't know what he's, he's hey, trying I just, to. I knew you'd, you know. He's a it. patriarchal <laughs> bastard. I don't know. <laughs> you just came from Europe. Can I figured, you say that? You know, give you a European it's story. It's not one of the seven dirty words. Bastard, is it? Wow. Bastard, bastard, bastard. Well, there was a recent. Okay. All right, young boys. Later on, but uh, right now, <laughs> another story from the UK, and uh, one of our great heroes, uh, outspoken, sometimes controversial, Archangel, uh, brings us this little tale. Uh, government email in the UK uh, is apparently encouraging a vegan diet, uh, and yet the policies there aren't going that way. A leaked hmm. email from the Environment, Environment Agency, a government advisory body, has acknowledged the massive contribution of livestock farming to global warming. Mm. and environmental destruction. They leaked, uh, the leaked email expresses sympathy for the environmental benefits of a mass switch to a vegan diet. The email suggests that by adopting a vegan diet, a major contribution to slowing climate change could be made. According to the document, the change would need to be done gently because of risk of alienating the public. <laughs> Cultural uh, 
you know, Go indoctrination being what it is. Veganism. Farm animals are blamed for producing huge amounts of the greenhouse gases, methane and carbon dioxide. The leaked email was sent to Viva and goes on to say, quote, the potential benefit of a vegan diet in terms of climate impact could be very significant. However, the email does state that it is unlikely that the Environment Agency would ever suggest adopting a fully vegan lifestyle, uh, but it does state that certainly encouraging people to examine their consumption of animal protein could be a key message. Viva Director Juliet Gelatli said, I think it is extraordinary that a government agency thinks becoming a vegetarian or vegan could have such a positive impact for the environment, yet it is not prepared to stand up and argue the case. There's a growing awareness that our diet directly affects the world around us and that vegetarians and vegans contribute far less to the destruction of the environment. And I was just... We're so great. And non-breeders as well, if I might add. I was just having this argument with somebody who um, is all about... They they want their products to be as local as possible and they want to be as self-sustainable as possible. And they were talking about how, you know, environmentally that's better for things to be local um, and that they ride their bike everywhere because that's the most environmental thing. Um, But what I pointed out to him is that the studies that are coming out is that the methane um, coming from the cows that we're using for meat and dairy products, the methane that's coming from them in their emissions is actually hurting the environment more than car emissions. Yeah, well, I mean, if we if we still ate the same amount of meat, but it was all grown locally, we'd just be overrun by cows right now. So, right, there'd be people. I don't think people realize how many cows there are being raised and slaughtered because they're always hidden. That's true. Right, and That's the- true. So I, yeah, just, I really, sorry, Scott, you can go after I go, <laughs> but go I just really encourage people. Like if you don't believe us, you, you get out there and you Google it and you start doing some research and you'll see that, that that's what the latest studies are saying is that, um, you know, that it's actually, that it is way more environmental to be vegan than to be using animal products. Scott. Here, here. That pretty much covers what I was going to say. That's what you're going to say. Oh, and I actually had a thought unrelated to the story, which is there is one thing in France, food-wise, that is better than here. They actually have some fabulous vegan yogurt in all oh. in all different kinds of flavors. And that's the one. There are a couple of things that they're more advanced in France than here. And one of them is yogurt. Another one is uh, like a soy creamer. Um, that you can make into like creamy sauces with crepes and things like that. So those are a couple areas where they are more advanced. Creamy crepe sauce? Creamy crepe sauce. All right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just had to stick that in there. I'm very jazzed about my trip to, to uh, France, as you can tell. I bet. <laughs> Who could blame you? That, was, that must have been very exciting. It was. It was the most excitement I've had in my life for a long time. <laughs> Besides vegan radio, of course, and... You know, sharing the mics with the likes of you too. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as long as we're going through news stories, we've got a f- quite a few more, but I, I think we can probably Dear get, Lord. get by it by just uh, reiterating. Yeah, a few we only things. got a few more minutes. We've got to call Pamela. So let me cover, let me go into this at least. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we've been covering the, uh, the death of the vegan uh, couple's child. Their death defense, by veganism. Death by veganism. Uh, it's hard to characterize to get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's give it a name, shall we? The death by veganism story, we'll call it, um, which was played so well in the media. Um, recent, uh, recently, I went to look into it, and apparently, the the story is uh, that the the parents essentially 
used their defense as a kind of a, a pretense. Used was, veganism uh, as a defense. Right. And, and for, for those of us who don't know, just the quick backup for people that haven't been listening to vegan radio, the right. quick backup story is it's a couple from Georgia. Yeah. Is that true? And, um, and they had a six-week-old child that they only fed soy milk and apple juice to or something, and the child was killed. Yeah, the child died of uh, severe neglect. Starvation. Uh, starvation. And then the two people were given uh, life imprisonment sentences. Yeah. I mean, it, it apparently it came to light or it seemed to be the case that they were sort of, it was almost a plot that they wanted to sort of cover their their tracks and make it seem as if they just had uh, tried to follow something and it didn't work. Scott, I think your microphone cable is shorting out or something. Yeah. Impossible. <laughs> oh, stop. I'm only stop losing. Playing. I'm stop only playing losing. with your yeah. mic cable. I'm Don't not, touch uh, it. It's perfect right now. I'm only losing <laughs> the left channel, not the right. Okay, so uh, that's the that's about as much as we can say about that, and I think it's probably So what you're <coughs> saying is that, so that they're they, not really vegans, but they used the vegan... Well, they, they were essentially, apparently, and yet, but they also took fish oil supplement. So they were, Not vegan. So not vegan. <laughs> not uh, vegan. Vegetarian, I guess, <laughs> with a fish oil they're supplement. They're not ethical vegans. But uh, but yeah, they're not know. ethical apparently. Well, so there's more there's more to the say, story. Yeah. There's more to the story than meets the eye. I kind of yeah. had that feeling all along that it was like a yeah because the the thing that's really strange you didn't or hear anyone fishy, from the vegan movement like coming out to to know, support s- them support them or anything. Nobody had ever heard of them. I don't think. And I'll say the thing that's really fishy, no pun intended, Scott, about this story is that in my experience. Most of the vegans that I know really know a lot about health and, and nutrition and nutrition, and they really like because the media has like convinced you know people that like oh if you're going to be vegetarian or vegan you're not going to be healthy. I think vegans and vegetarians do a lot of research to make sure they're getting everything that they should be getting, um, and that these people would use soy milk that says right on there this is not an infant formula and use that as their base to feed the child. Is very strange. Like I feel like vegans just have so much more nutritional background and like knowledge that it, that seemed a little strange to me mm-hmm. that that they wouldn't know that a baby needs something more than soy milk. Yeah, at least you know? breast milk. At least breast milk or like a formula, especially when the soy milk says "do not use this as a formula." So I don't know. It's very, very, very fishy. Yep. Very fishy. So the one other thing which I think we should bring up, and it's kind of an important one, I'll just do it very briefly. I I don't even have a story. I'm just going to tell you what it is. (laughs) Mad cow tests, okay? There's companies that want to do extra mad cow testing, right? All right. To make sure that they catch it. But the USDA wants to... The USDA, the United States Department of Agriculture, that uh, institution which we, the people, have at our disposal to make sure that we're safe and so forth, is... um, they don't want it. They don't want that to happen. They want fewer <laughs> mad cow tests because they're afraid that the public perception will be that uh, you know there's a problem. And um, th- what they're trying to do really is protect the business interests of selling this stuff and and the and prevent a uh, public panic of some kind. And yeah, uh, when they it, find out that there's thousands of mad cows out there. Right. Well, in in other countries, like for instance, like England. Sure. Japan, right, like in, in the UK, they in test. England where people are already dying because yeah, of Creutzfeldt Jakobson disease. Don't don't they don't they? Uh, yeah, they test almost they test, everyone. They test almost every single cow. Right. And here it's like in the US, I think it's like 
one in ten thousand or something it's like a that. Very very small number. And they want to and they want to do even less. Um, yeah, and basically they they they've already been gone to. There's been a case against them. They lost the case and they are now appealing it. So the order to not do additional mad cow testing is uh, is standing while that uh, appeal is in play. So the basically the case came down to. It's not within your purview to worry about public perception or uh, the business interests of these, uh, you know, unhealthy, uh, you know, purveyors of who knows what. Death. Uh, so. All right. Well, we got to get Pamela go. Rice on the phone. So. Yeah, please. We're going to segue into this med cow song here. And we'll be right back. Who's it by? Maccabee. Was uh, Maccabee with Mad Cow Disease, and we should love have that song. Pamela Rice. Are you there? Yes. Hi. Hello. I hey. can't hear you too well, though. You uh, can't hear me. How about now? That's a little better. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me, Pamela? Yes. Usually, people can hear me and not Derek. And they don't yes, even need to be plugged in. Some, sometimes they hear Scott. <laughs> what? Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so. Veganism 101. Yeah. That's your specialty. Yeah, a lot of people are often uh, imitated, never duplicated. <laughs> really? <laughs> the 101 reasons. I've seen a lot of, There's a lot of near, near misses or near tries. Uh, but uh, ours is the best. Ours is the original. Well, you're around. very modest about it. And <laughs> did you run out at 101 or did you I'm, just kind of call sorry, it yeah? a- did you run out at 101? Was there really only 101 reasons, or could have you could you have gone on to like oh, a thousand? Oh, I, I I could write an encyclopedia. In fact, I'm trying to get funding for that. 
Wow. Good a thousand an encyclopedia one. of reasons to be a vegetarian. It just never ends. It never ends. And how, uh, did, how did you, when and how did you get going? Uh, let's see, 1990 was my epiphany year. Uh, I was introduced to vegetarianism by a friend who, who uh, dragged me, uh, not quite kicking and screaming, uh, to the North American Vegetarian Society Summerfest. And I was hook, line, and sinker. I was completely uh, uh, taken, completely bowled over by the information I, I heard there. Became a vegan instantly, and I wanted to uh, tell everybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was working for a printer at the time, so that was a bit fortuitous. And uh, I put together just uh, some uh, layouts of my first Hunter One Reasons, was, which was made on a, on a typewriter or word processor. This is before PCs. Wow. And, uh, and I, I, I just put this on the press. And ultimately, they didn't even charge me, which was nice. I did 5,000 copies to start out with. I employed, uh, I, I talked my sister into uh, painting a signboard says, ask me why I'm a vegetarian. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, uh, it's hand-painted, uh, original, and I've been wearing it for, I don't know, ever since. <laughs> and anybody can go to the website and see it, uh, www.vivaveggie.org with one G. And I went out on the street with my signboard and with my handy 101 reasons and I had no idea what I was doing. I had no, I had no mm-hmm. idea. I didn't even care if it worked. I Sounds didn't care crazy, anything. I just, really. I just went out uh, like a babe in the woods. And, and you had you had people stopping and and taking your literature and, and asking you why you're a vegetarian. They always do. And uh, and uh, if vegans think they're all alone out there, uh, we are not. There is a lot of interest out there. I, perhaps people don't want to admit it in certain contexts, but out on the street when they're just all by themselves or, you know, and they see you and maybe they've heard this or that, maybe they, a family member is ill, uh, you know, maybe they heard a little bit about uh, mad cow disease, as you were mentioning, and um, or, or something or other, you know. And uh, there's some reason for them to come over and, uh, this intense interest, they, and, and this is this is it all seems to work together. So uh, the rest is history, and, now, uh, and I'll be happy to tell it. <laughs> and now, and where are you based? New York City. New York uh, City, and and is it true that you have um, like a library where people can take books out for free? And yes, uh, you have an extensive. Uh, library here because I just have been doing this for so friggin' long. Uh, 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 my husband and I have just collected literature, books, uh, just mountains of articles. We now save it all to the computer. Uh, in fact, I'm digitizing everything on my uh, vertical files, my manila folders, <laughs> full of stuff. <laughs> every, every subject. If it, if it has to do with... Um, Vegetarianism, um, if it's something about the meat industry that is bad, I've got a manila, manila got file it. about it. 
But it's all going to be made into little PDF files, well, actually pretty large PDF files. And uh, eventually I'll post something to my, my website uh, where, with all the different subjects. And if uh, people maybe, you know, throw a donation to uh, Viva Veggie Society, which is a nonprofit that I also founded, um, you know, we'll, we'll put together a DVD for them. But, um, so awesome. That's what's going on. That's the latest. We actually had about eight volunteers here at the office yesterday. Wow. Taking staples out of uh, the articles. Uh, I mean, they, many of them had staples in them, and that was, and we're going to, uh, slip them through our, our trusty little uh, scanner here. Um, it's just... Nice. And so is that is that in your form of activism, are you still going out on the streets and, we- and wearing your sign? Is that like <laughs> is that your main form of activism today? Uh, well, I would like to launch out of that um, various things. I can't even think of all the things we've done over the years. I mean, it's constant. It's something or other. Uh but we reach a, a, a lot of people. I mean, in this town, you can—you don't have to go to a conference. You don't have to go to any special event. You just walk out the door, and there are throngs of people somewhere or another here right. in New York. Uh, and uh, we have Penelope Pod, which is seven, a seven-foot-tall uh, human green Peapod, uh, a uh, costume de- designer donated this fabulous costume we've been wearing it for years and uh, if you have the right physique for it uh, which is very <laughs> tall very thin and um uh you know you wear that and and um, i think if scott stood on my shoulders we could wear it. <laughs> well who's that wearing it in your flyer who <laughs> yeah there's some, there's a person is wearing the you, uh, costume on the flyer it's not right? me i'll tell you that right <laughs> now these people want one person wants to remain anonymous Oh, okay. But That's the other person anonymous. is Jean Saylor, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she's on the back. I don't know if you have the latest edition. We just came out with a, a brand making new... Uh, I downloaded the PDF version. Oh, you have the you seventh were... edition? Yeah. Does it say seventh? Okay, yeah. you've got it. That's the latest. Nice. I want to ask you, Pamela, like, what is... Maybe you're going to say being out there with your sandwich board and handing out your literature, but how do you think you've you've reached people in the most um, substantial way? Like, what do you think is the best way that you feel like you've connected with people about veganism? Well, certainly just just getting out there. Uh, another thing is I fulfill orders for these things, uh, these 101 reasons. I have been for years and been doing it for nothing, by the way. <laughs> so donate. Um, people wow. send checks. To uh, Viva Veggie Society, again a nonprofit organization, and uh, I send out uh, you know uh, hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of copies of these hundred one reasons. We have two hundred thousand of them have been distributed, and I'll, I'll have to say that at, that uh, a vast vast majority of them, however they were dis- distributed, they were distributed distributed one by one. Uh, mainly because we do charge for them, you know, because it it, help, it actually helps pay for our little office here. Uh, we have sponsors and we charge for them, but but when since we charge for them, people are a little bit more judi- judicious in how they distribute them. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to just dump them, you know, a hundred copies at the local health food store where they get covered up in the, in the 
vestibule somewhere and then right. eventually get thrown away. They they truly get distributed one by one to, to people by people who who care about the subject. So uh, that's a that's actually a, a bit of a, a sell job for the people who have sponsorship boxes in it. You know, these things are are looked at. You know, because somebody gave it to them. Right. So how do you um, how do you feel your pamphlet? You said you're the best in the the vegan movement here. How do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel you compared to the why uh, vegan vegan outreach? Stuff. Oh well, uh, blah blah blah. That's that. Okay, um, they're excellent. Uh, <laughs> they're as good. They, they tend to have a lot of pictures. I don't have a lot of pictures. They have a lot of, you know, really powerful, very sad pictures. I I have tended away from that. Um, I don't know why. Uh, so you're going for the thousand words, where they're going for the one picture. Uh, say again, please. You're doing the thousand words. They're doing the one picture. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. I see you have. Um, I'm a writer. I'm a writer. You know, I, I, I'm verbose. I this thing, like I say, it could have been an encyclopedia, and then I could have expanded on that. I see you have some um, kind of like advertising from vegetarian groups and restaurants and stuff. Yes, uh, those are the sponsorship boxes. Uh, Can vegan radio get in there? Well, what next do we have edition? to do? You bet. Next printing. <laughs> what do we have to do? Uh, donate money. Is that 2008? Do you do one every year? How, how I try and do one every year. Oh, I, cool. At least a printing, if not an entirely new edition. Now, this latest edition, I actually threw out about half of it and put in all new stuff. Yeah, so, so it you remains some... 101 reasons. Oh, but, so you're uh, changing reasons. Over time, it, it has, it's up to, you know, hundreds of reasons. Now, you also have a book, 101 Reasons to Go Vegetarian. Right, Lantern Books. uh, Loved the flyer, and they said, come on, Pam, let's make it a book, and I did. So is that just going to more detail about each reason? Yes, it's just uh, much more, it's it's about, I mean, word count-wise, I think it's about seven or eight times bigger, the book. And it has extensive references, it has an index, it has a table of contents, uh, but actually, this edition of 101 Reasons, for the first time in now 16, 17 years, has uh, has all three of those also, when it all, only had references before. People cool. can go to the website and get it all. And w- what have you seen as far as trends? Like, you've been in New York City for how many years? Uh, I've been here. I just had sort of my 20th anniversary in the city. I, I moved here from the Chicago area back in eighty. 87, I think. Okay. And, and so, uh, and how do you feel like the trends um, of vegetarianism and veganism? Like, are you, do you feel like you're meeting more and more vegans and vegetarians, like in your activism? Or what's the trend been like for you? In the big picture, nothing's happened. Nothing, nothing, nothing has happened uh, in the big, big, big picture. Um, the, the big picture, meaning the world. Right. Uh, Apparently, in the last some 30 years, oh, what's the, I'd have to go back and look at my own 101 reasons, but the, the developing world has adopted the meat diet. While, we, while no one was watching, while no one was looking or caring, uh, the, 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 whole, the whole developing world became meat eaters. Uh, you know, and not, not near like us, but 
uh, I, I think half of the meat production is done in the develop, developing world. Of course, it's bigger than us. But, yeah. Um, it's it's a lot. I mean, there's uh, th- three billion uh, large mammals on on planet Earth at one any one time. Ruminant animals that are causing global warming. Okay. Um, it's just expanded. There's something like 45 billion chickens on, on planet Earth at any one time. All of these are like these are glorified pets. Right. You know that are they they're here by the grace of human beings, and they're using up resources. And uh, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, all about it. but uh, <laughs> the, the, it. I, I really say I, I I would like to make one point here, uh, and that is that I think it's up to us us vegans to be activists. We can't just be vegan and think that that we've done as much as we can or should or have to do. Here, here. I really, really believe we have to become activists. We have to become a constituency to to contend with out there in the political world, in the policy world. Uh, And this seems to be a concept that is just alien to many, many vegans. Uh, When we're out there on the street, uh, you know, vegans come right by and they see us, and we're something kind of unique under the, you know, in, 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 under the sun, you know, advocating for veganism on the street. How, how often do you see that? Never. <laughs> but, but they, but the people that, they, this is, they, they kind of, some people, they just shun you. They don't want to say, oh my God, there's some vegan activists over there. I don't want to have anything to do with them. But, but it's up to us because the meat eaters are not going to advocate for certain things. They're not going to advocate for reducing the amount of livestock in the world because of global warming. You know. It's up to us. Well, it's up yeah, to I mean, us vegans. It seems to me you're, you're really, you know, you're at the forefront now of uh, the counter-media revolution, which is being uh, promulgated on the Internet. And uh, I, I think public education is really the first and foremost uh, responsibility that I think we all have as activists. Uh, all this uh, crazy stuff going on by animal rights activists where occasionally they burn things and cause damage is really not going to do much in the in the large scale yeah it probably is a negative thing so uh to you know uh, i mean we have to transform to, to do uh you know mischief and all of that yeah. uh uh i don't think that is productive that's just that's not our style we're not into that we're totally into education we're we're not profit and we're what do you call a incorporated as an as a, as a Nonprofit, right? NPO, educational organization. But it's very, very important. But, but I think that we have to go beyond that too. We have to have, you know, there's all these vegan organizations. God bless, you know, all of them. You know, vegan. You know, Freya. I was listening to her. You know, on your show the other. I mean, these people. They're precious. All these great, great organizations. But we need to. I think in some ways we need one voice. When something happens in the news, we have to have that press release out there from, from let's say, a federation of vegan organizations. <laughs> That's my latest the vegan confederacy. How do you like it? I mean, who's going to take it up? Sure. Uh, we, we, we need to get that, that press release out so that everyone knows who, what, where the vegans stand on this. And every, every single day, 
There yeah. is something to write a press release. I like to think that Veganica serves that function pretty well. Really? <laughs> well, we have some very. You I know, think the vegan bus. Very nicely. We're going to uh, drive right into Washington. We have some very eloquent uh, vegans on our who like to write, and uh, we cover we cover a lot of stories. So yeah. We'd we usually don't. respond to them if they if they were need it. Um, we need. So. But she's saying Definitely. all all the vegan organizations should get together and. Oh yeah, absolutely. Have one one right. Put all our resources towards. You know, one great vegan king. Well, it's a big cutting evil at the roots instead of hacking at the branches. It's the big question of what you know. We all talk about is like, why are the Republicans so well organized? Is it you know, is it the money? They just have more money, but it's like I think it's their lack of individuality. (laughs) (laughs) But it, but it is true that leftists and people in the vegan movement we're just not, we're not as strong. We're not as united. You know, we don't, we don't have that quick. Um, I take that back. Release. No, no offense, Republicans. <laughs> I love you. You know, all. there are more vegan Republicans than Democrats. I've I read that. It's it's very it's it's almost you know neck and neck, but wow. slightly more. I, I read that some years. Really, ago. Scott, you just alienated over half of our listeners. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know uh, it's a very empowering thing. So you know, more power to you, people. Do it. We're group of uh, Roberta Schiff, I'm not sure you're familiar with her, but she's uh, from the Mid-Hudson Vegetarian Society. She and I have paired up lately, and, and we're, we're, we're throwing around the idea of putting, at, putting together a vegan pride, or ve- ve- vegan pride, what is it, vegetarian or vegetarian pride parade like they do in Paris every, every May. And uh, here's another thing. And they I do? Was mentioning it with Megan a was just in Paris. who's been a vegan forever, uh, yesterday and she goes well what do you want to do that who needs that what's that good for <laughs> Sacre bleu. So we, you know we need to get noisy Sacre. we need to get out there we need to just just make this diet viable to other people a lot of people don't think it's even healthy <laughs> i know i think the word is off, is definitely getting out there thanks to when really in part of this negative uh thing in the new york times there's been so oh. much discussion especially on the net uh, that probably. was such a blow, and yeah. uh, I'm not sure we're going. It's I think it was an be embarrassment before we get over times. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think yeah. we're going to get over it. It's going to it's going to backlash. We're going to knock them out, Roberta. Yeah, information. We'll just edu- keep that Good education luck. up. That's the, <laughs> that's the essential thing. So yes. Uh, so um, do you have anything you want to? impart to us like what, oh, oh, uh, about also, your organization well, we did this al gore thing uh i don't know if you clicked on that from my website i missed that oh the al- I, I saw it on your website i, I didn't click on it though. i don't know how much time i have oh you, we've got about uh you've got about 10 more minutes whoa today so so you got a lot <laughs> on your shoulders you're the highlight we, well 101 reasons to go vegetarian we thought you might take up a whole well, show it's so. not a one reasons to go vegetarian. I hate to be picky here, but it is the title of the, of the, the pamphlet and the book. It's 101 reasons why I'm a vegetarian, which is very. I mean, um, it's not telling anybody else what they should do. <laughs> it's, it's what I'm doing, and if you're interested, you can listen. Anyway, just want to clarify that. But as for uh, this, uh, the Al Gore, uh, people can go to the website vivaveggie.org. That's with one G. Uh, and I can click at the top at uh, a button uh, to uh, read about our Al Gore demo. Al Gore was just outside the door here uh, uh, from our office. We're at Union Square area, uh, which is, you know, really right 
in the middle of New York, well, of the center, not the middle, but a, a center of New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was having a book signing at uh, at Barnes and Noble. So and so I just you know bells uh, went off and <laughs> went off and everything. I just those were police bells. You know we've we've got to at least make some kind of showing here because he obvi- I mean as far as I'm concerned, a lot of people are arguing with me on this. You know, but as far as I'm concerned, obviously he wants to be drafted, quote-unquote drafted, uh, for the Democratic nomination because he's not, he just, he's terrified to really go into it, to tell people what they need to do to reverse, what individuals can do to help reverse global warming. That's politics, isn't it? Global warming. He won't tell us. And on our website, if you click around, you can... You can click to the, 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 a, a, a movie. Uh, it's, it's just a YouTube movie that we imported uh, that shows Al Gore uh, answering an interviewer, an interviewer who repeated like like five or six times in the interview in the nicest way of you could imagine. He was a very pleasant person. Uh, just simply asking Gore, what can we do? And he, you know, it, it got down to, you know, change your light bulbs. Which is important, um, but he's really not telling people what they need to do. He's afraid to do that because he's afraid, you know, to pe- give people the truth. And in some ways, that's kind of, coming from him. It's kind of dangerous. It's it's, it's almost I'd almost say that it does more harm than good. That's a yeah. controversial thing. I think he's um, you know his family is in the movie. The inconvenient truth that his family is like cattle farmers. So sure. He's probably not going to be the first one to come out and say that eating cows is bad for the environment. Well, he and he's not a vegetarian himself. No. So. Right. But just the same, <clears throat> what would be so horrible about saying, I think people need to eat a little lower on the food chain a little bit more? If he said just that. You know? Yeah. Right. And, it, and that's, those words out of his mouth, I mean, would would do so much, but he won't do it. So, so we were out there at Barnes and Noble, and uh, if they go to the website again, they can see some photographs of us out there. And we, uh, uh, Richard Schwartz, uh, who is uh, a great uh, vegan activist and uh, great guy here in New York, he joined up with me and about. Four or five other people, and we held some really fabulous signs. And um, Penelope so we're Peapod suggesting was there. that people follow Al Gore. Vegans follow Al Gore across the country as he does his signing, <laughs> and have at least you know some couple people stand up, make a couple signs, and you know follow our lead here. And so that's another thing. We're, we're we'll tail we're him in the vegan right. bus. Yeah, we're we're putting together a project called the Vegan Bus, where we're going to have a bus that's. Uh, dedicated to promoting veganism oh I, yeah on, i heard a little bit about it yeah running on biofuels and or, or, uh, vegetable oil so we're going to follow al gore around that'll be our mission we'd love to have <laughs> penelope we'd, we'd just love to have penelope on board as well yes as long as we can have penelope peapod penelope peapod will be <laughs> she can hand yeah, out you your brochures this thing in person penelope peapod seven feet tall and, just and delightful and for anybody who hasn't seen an inconvenient truth with al gore um the basis is that, you know, it's all about the environmental disasters that are happening around us. But then in not one 
minute of the movie does he ever say anything about the environmental impact of having a high meat diet. Nope. And it's it's very, very glaring. Um, the omission. O- glaring omission. The omission. Yeah. It's a glaring omission mm-hmm. of, you know, obviously something you can do to help the environment is be vegetarian. And yep. that's that's the big the big hubbub that's going on with that movie. Richard Schwartz, uh, he, uh, he's, he's, he's pictured and mentioned at the website if people are interested. Uh, he tells me, I, I haven't, I should look at the book, but I think that there's one reference to livestock or something on, on a half a page in his book associated with his movie, An Inconvenient Truth. So, uh, so he knows about this, and and there's some co- uh, also at our website. You can click on a whole long, uh, big, uh, long web page full of comments. As I was doing all this, I got lots of emails, and so I just combined them all to one page, and you just read down the list, and it's kind of a lively discussion uh, about it. There's there are people, of course, who are opposed to me doing this. They says, why are you? You know, why are you picking on, you should be picking on the Republicans or something like this. Don't hurt Al Gore, you know. He's, <laughs> he's our only chance. Poor you know, Al. at least he's talking about it. You know, these kinds of comments I hear. Um, but uh, he isn't talking about it as far as I'm concerned. And, and, and I also think that we vegans need to start standing up for our own issues, uh, for, for once, uh, or for, you know, Sometimes, anyway. Well, and there's there's another thing. Um, we have a friend, Kyle Vincent, and a, <laughs> is he still our friend? I hope uh, so. Please. <laughs> um, we have a we have a friend, Kyle Vincent, who's a vegan activist. Yeah, and he has been one of the um, persons that was chosen to. Um, there's a whole bunch of people chosen to take Al Gore's movie and show it in the form of a slideshow and hmm. and do presentations at you know wherever schools etc. And I think I heard about this. Yes, in fact, this this is part of the commentary. Yeah, that uh, right. we have on our website. Go ahead. Right. So he he was one of the people that was chosen, and what he is going to do, being a vegan activist, oh, boy. is is that he is going to into that slideshow. He is putting in pieces about um, veganism and the environment. So that's that's something that's really cool. It's kind is of he a volunteer. Yeah, yeah, it's all volunteer. No, <laughs> so, yeah, so nobody's it's not like paid. They could fire him. No, exactly, exactly. And he told them that he was going to do that. You know, wow. he said, like, this is what I'm wow. going to do. I'm going to insert, you know, these pieces. So, so the truth cannot be suppressed. Well, yeah, exactly. and you might just say out. Al Gore is just his mum partner, you know, yep. essentially. He's, he's the mum guy. <laughs> he can't say, but he can let other people say it. Right. So good for him. So that's one way of changing kind of what's going on. Yay. There you have it. <laughs> should, we, should we play some Al Gore here? If you I think got, it'll help. I, I know. <laughs> I do. Do you Just think it'll his, be helpful? Hear his voice. Is he reading those 101 reasons? That's what I want yeah. to hear. <laughs> Let's see what he's saying. Thermostats, which uh, cut the energy consumption way down during the hours when you're So he's talking about there. changing light bulbs uh, and stuff? Is more it? conscious of uh, what your use of energy is. Uh, we have a website with the movie. Okay. That's enough of him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Derek, you're flying by the seat of your pants today. I'd like to, I'd like to thank you for I that, I just wanted Derek. to hear his voice. You were just, uh, thank you for having me on, Derek. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you'll turn down your thermostat soon. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, do, do turn down your thermostat. I think, you know, as for all the causes of 
of global warming, I, I think the, one of the biggest ones is heating your home and and um, air conditioning. Uh, actually, the best thing to do is to move to the city, move to New York City, and live in a massive massive high rise because the single uh, the the uh, freestanding home is the thing that is. You know, you're not heating the apartment upstairs, you know. It's, yeah. All that heat goes right out, up into the air. So when you live in an apartment building, at least you're heating the apartment upstairs and so on and so on and so I on. I think if we all just lived in one big room together, we could stay warm. <laughs> we we do. It's a family of man. It's called the Earth. <laughs> it's actually our body temperatures that are probably raising the temperature of the Earth. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's part of it. Yeah, no doubt. We, we have met methane, too, you know. Yes. <clears throat> so stop have having methane. so many babies, for yeah, God's well, sake! Vegan methane is better than other kinds of meth- <laughs> methane. Yes, well, actually, that's true. Because it also contains uh, ozone, uh, and it also smells better. I've, I've heard. Oh yeah. Why? And vegans taste better. There's just so many great reasons. You're splitting hairs there. There's like 101 reasons why I'm a vegetarian, at least. So, um, if if you if you came out with this um, pamphlet today, Pamela. Would you ch- would you change it to 100 reasons why I'm a vegan, or would, yeah, you, would, would. you leave it? Yeah, I would. I would. You know, see, this just kind of shows my age, so to speak. Uh, I got into this, you know, when uh, you know, when the whole idea of uh, let's say North American Vegetarian Society was the biggest thing, you know, I ever heard of. You know, so I I, I just use vegetarian, but I, I kind of wish that vegetarian actually just meant vegan. Right. You yeah, know, it, it really should. Would, but I guess. We had to go through this transition. And yeah. you and you can well, for also for a lot of people vegetarian means you can eat fish and chicken, you know. Well, I mean also I think that you know, you could talk with some people who think that using vegetarian in that title is a little less off putting to people and if they see vegetarian instead of vegan, they might be more likely to pick it up. Sure. You know? Yeah, and I think still it is the case that the word vegan is not as well known. Exactly. So, yes. And has negative associations. I would have answered that if I were smarter, yeah. if I had thought of it. But great. Thank you for saying the right thing. Well, I don't mind, <laughs> I, I don't mind the, uh, the term strict vegetarian. That's all right. Too. Oh, you do I like, don't like the term? strict vegetarian. I, like, I think strict has a negative connotation. I like it herbivore. It makes you think that you're like restricting your diet. And yeah. Strict. When really I feel like veganism is an opening up of diet. I, my, I think, my diet oh, is so right, much then. more varied and... Wonderful. I, I, don't, I don't feel like a strict vegetarian. I feel like a abundant vegetarian. I think that George Iceman's term, like just saying I eat a plant-based diet, is one of the best. I think that's one of the best terms because then it's, you know, it's not you're not giving any trigger words to people like vegan or vegetarian, and then they might. Everyone loves plants. I, I don't. I disagree <laughs> with you. I disagree with you about saying I don't like plant-based diet at oh, all. Oh, you don't like plants? Oh man, we can't win. Round and round we can't go. win for losing around here. How are we going to start the vegan federation if we can't even agree on this? <laughs> Uh, this is a problem of the left. I'm telling you, I <laughs> never agree I, I, on anything. I not, may I? May I mention? May I? Answer sure, that? of course. Sure. Okay, thank you. Uh, um, of course. I don't like plant-based diet at all. First of all, uh, you can eat meat on a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. That's yes. number one. It's just the base. Uh, but other than that, um, I think that. If you are afraid, it's, it's almost like the uh, analogy, analogous to black is beautiful, okay? If you are afraid to say vegan or vegetarian, then why would anyone want to be one? Right. You know, I'm vegan and I'm proud. Yeah. See, we've been coded by the media. <laughs> 
We've got we to reassert our <laughs> I, dominance I love here. vegan. I'm not afraid to say vegan. Oh, yeah. You're all over the place. So. I'm, I'm all about vegan. Vegan bus, vegan radio, veganica. Just vegan, change your vegan. name to vegan. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, let's, vegan good Let's get Uber noisy. Vegan. Let's be proud. Let's get out there. Let's get in people's faces. And let's um, march down the streets. You know, let's let's say this is a viable. Let's get visible. Let's let's not let anybody forget that you can be a vegan and not keel over and die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ow! No keeling. <laughs> right on. All right, Pamela. Well, we should we should probably wrap up. We have a couple of no events we okay. need to announce before Thank you the end so of much. show. I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it on as a as an archive. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Pamela. So www.veganradio.com. I'll go there. Or you can subscribe at iTunes Music Store. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks a lot. And we'll, we're going to be ordering some uh, some of these pamphlets from you for our cafe, and uh, distributing them on the vegan bus as well. So thank you. That's vivaveggie.org. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Oh, bye bye. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Radio. We've got. <laughs> and your colon since 2005. Yeah, I'm, I've been clearing <laughs> my colon since two days ago. <laughs> I'm on a three day uh, fast, water, <clears throat> a little tea here and there, and some uh, cleansing substance which I bought at the herb store. Cleansing substance. And uh, we won't talk. We won't talk about that though. We don't. We don't get into the definitives of that. <laughs> in about 15 minutes, I'm going to go and have my break fast um, at. At the cafe, all course. right. Well, we don't need to talk about all this on the radio. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, what about when you're doing your raw diet? We have shows about it for Cripe's sake. Oh okay, next week is Scott's show. <laughs> well, I just wanted to mention it as a you know, I should have mentioned it at the beginning just so Scott's anybody very, would be oh my god, that I was stop playing with those. Okay, sorry, I get when I get nervous and. Don't be nervous. And, uh, we love you. I, I you're supported here. You're with community. <laughs> I know. I'm, t- I'm down. You're I'm with down. your own kind, man. All right, so uh, we, we only have a couple minutes. I need to announce a couple events. The first one is the Catskill Animal Sanctuary's upcoming shindig, June 9th, 12 to 6 p.m. Celebrate farm animals in summer at Catskill Animal Sanctuary's 6th anniversary shindig. Enjoy food, drink, live bluegrass with Two Blue and McMule. Children's activities, hay rides, and cooking demos. Special guests Paul Shapiro from the Humane Society, Carolyn Hartglass from EarthSave, George Iceman that we just mentioned, the vegan nutritionist, and a reading and book signing by Kathy Stevens, author of Where the Blind Horse Sings. And that is $10, $5 for members. Children under six are free. And that's in Sagardy's New York. And we'll have a link to that on our show notes at veganradio.com. Also, Woodstock Farm Animal Sanctuary, our good friends, are having a June Jamboree, June 23rd. Uh, the rain date is the 24th, so that's a Saturday and a Sunday from 11 to 4. Music, food, and critters. And there's going to be more coming up about that we'll probably have on our next show. Um, and then I think Don't that's forget it. about – oh, that's it? What The about? Valley Vegan Society potluck that Megan wants to tell you all about. Well, I don't want to tell you all about it. It's the second Sunday of the month. And we don't know when that is. That is, that is the tenth. That is three the days ninth? from we're, now. The tenth. We're we're the tenth. Bo- we're thinking it's the the tenth. Okay. So that it's this weekend, and that is Cafe at Evolution. Cafe Evolution in Florence, behind the gas station on Main Street, and it starts at five thirty. Please bring a dish to pass for six. Bring your own place setting, 
and a th- and that's all the time we had and a two dollar donation. Thanks for tuning in again to Vegan Radio. And uh, up next is Jay Deacon with Spirit. Get your spirituality for the day. Now that you have your veganism. Um, check our show notes at www.veganradio.com for anything we talked about on the show. And uh, you're listening to WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, Valley Free Radio. And we're also, all our shows are archived at veganradio.com. We love you all. Go vegan. No last words, Scott? Silence is beautiful. Radio on Valley Free Radio, Pacifica Radio for the Pioneer Valley, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM, Northampton.